Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Okay, so the New Jersey Devils obviously had some bright spots throughout the course of the season, and AllAboutTheJersey.com recently released an article in terms of their overall awards, who wins team MVP, who wins the best defenseman, who's the best rookie, best goalie, things of that nature. So that kind of got my curiosity going a little bit. So I'm going to give you guys who I believe should be team MVP, things of that nature. I react to the article as well, give my opinion. So there's a lot to talk about in this episode. And quite honestly, it's been one of my more favorite episodes that I've done recently since the New Jersey Devils haven't been performing all that well these last couple weeks. So buckle up, everybody. You're Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, this is Bryce Salvador, and you're locked on Devils with Trey Matthews. All righty now, what is up, New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, Kyle Chucky, play by play announcer, and also Devils writer for Pucks and Pitchforks, Trey Matthews. Okay, so the Devils didn't exactly have themselves a good weekend. One game, they blew it against the Carolina Hurricanes, and the other, they got shut out by the Detroit Red Wings. But hey, at least we got a point in the Hurricanes game, but still a disappointing weekend nonetheless. Also, Lindy Ruff might have officially lost the locker room because he said some reckless stuff to the press in terms of player production and called out some specific players as well. So... Uh, way to model yourself after Peter DeBoer. I'll talk more about that in a later episode because I don't want this episode to be a negative one. So let's talk about some potential awards that the Devils might win. No, not in the NHL, but amongst their own organization. What do I mean by that? Well, recently, AllAboutTheJersey.com released an article giving their overall selections as to who was the MVP, Rookie of the Year, Best Goalie, things of that nature in terms of the Devils organization. So, like, who would win MVP? Obviously, you would have your choices of Jesper Brat, Jack Hughes, Nico Heischer, people of that nature. Rookie of the Year, obviously, it would be Dawson Mercer or Goalie of the Year, Jonathan Bernier, Mackenzie Blackwood, Nico Nico Dawes, Akira Schmid. Oh, man, we've had so many goalies uh, throughout the course of this year. It's been ridiculous. Kyle Shapiro, the emergency backup goalie. I don't know. So I plan on doing something similar uh, later on in the summer, however, with other Devils personalities because I did it last offseason. You guys seem to enjoy it. So let's see what all about the jersey.com selected, and we'll see if I agree with them or not. So once again, I will do uh, a similar type of episode later on in the summer because usually I go on vacation in late July, and I bring in Devils news personalities and usually we just uh, go off one another and I ask their overall opinions as to how the season went, who their MVP was, rookie of the year, whatever the case might be. But we're going to do it just me, myself, and I for today's episode. So let's get right into it. So the first award that they handed out, and it was a major one and probably the biggest one, which was team MVP. So they gave it to Jesper Brat in an almost unanimous voting decision. So Brat blew up in a massive way this season. And according to the article, Brat went from a a career high of 35 points to at least doubling it this season as he was up to 70 and 73 games. He won Devil of the Month multiple times and he has been an absolute force in 5-on-5 with 20 goals, 47 points, 161 shots and they talked about his Corsi 4 percentage. They talked about all sorts of advanced analytics and here's the thing. Yes, Jesper Brat has been amazing this season and I definitely cannot deny his overall production and just his surgence this year. I think he's one of the uh, more underrated players in the NHL. If not, he is the most underrated 
dominated player in the NHL. He leads our team in points. He leads our team in assists. He leads our team uh, in overall production. And at the end of the day, the only category that he is not leading the Devils in is goals. That is Jack Hughes. However, uh, Jesper Brat, if he's able to score a couple more goals before the season ends, we're down to our final three games, and he's going to beat Jack Hughes with ease. But here's the thing, guys. I'm not going to give it to Jesper Brat. I am actually going to give it to Jack Hughes. So here's the thing. Jesper Brat and his overall production, like I just said moments ago, has been head and shoulders above the best of his career so far. And I did not expect that kind of production from Brat. But at the end of the day, I'm just going to have to give it to Jack Hughes because look what Jack Hughes was able to do in the short amount of time that he was able to play for us because in 49 game appearances, he has 26 goals, 30 assists for a grand total of 56 points. Jack Hughes was the driving force as to how our team was able to just take it to another level because when Jack Hughes was out for an extended period of time, you saw a lot of players struggle. But once he was able to make his return in like late December, early January, wherever the case might be, the Devils just put on this great offensive performance and you saw a lot of other players step up their game as well. Whether it was Sharon Govich, Mercer, whatever the case might be, you just saw Jack Hughes being the driving force that led the New Jersey Devils to victory. Yes, Jesper Brat has been great on 5-on-5. Five five. His production has been solid. And overall, you know, I wish he could be doing just a little bit more as the season is coming to an end. Because like I said, he could be leading our team in all three offensive categories. The only category that he is not leading it in is goals. And these last couple of games or so for Jesper Brat have been nothing really to write home about. Because he hasn't really been doing anything. But that's a discussion for another time. I just wish Jesper Brat would finish out the season just a little bit better. But like I said, discussion for another time. As for Jack Hughes... Jack Hughes was the reason why we were able to take our organization to the next level. He was the one who gave us hope when all seemed bleak. Because at one point before the Christmas break, the Devils were on like a how many game losing streak? Like a six game losing streak or something like that. Then when he comes back from injury, the Devils all of a sudden become one of the more better offensive teams in the entire NHL. Jack Hughes is named an all-star. So look, I get that Jesper Brat should definitely be given like the most improved award or maybe just the most slept on award, whatever case might be. But in terms of team MVP, yes, Jesper Brat has been fantastic. But the one thing I'm looking at is games played because look at Jack Hughes' overall production in less games played because Jesper Brat has appeared in 73 games, whereas Jack Hughes has appeared in 49 games. And what did I just say moments ago? Jack Hughes is still leading the team in goals despite him not playing for these last couple weeks and he's shut down for the rest of the year. And it raises the overall question, what could Jack Hughes' numbers be like if he played in more games because he was injured after the second game of the year against the Seattle Kraken and then obviously he has to be shut down for the rest of the year when we were winding down uh, the regular season so ultimately I just feel as though that award should be given to Jack Hughes and I don't think that's really up for discussion in my books because overall like I said Jack Hughes is our best player he's the one that's been giving us the hope he's our superstar that we have to rebuild around and he's definitely going to be the guy moving forward that's why we signed him to an eight-year extension because we want Jack Hughes for years to come and we want him to lead our organization to the next step that we know it could potentially take so once again team MVP no disrespect to yes we're brought no disrespect 
disrespect to anyone who may have selected Jesper Bratt as their team MVP, but I feel as though Jack Hughes deserves the award for best uh, devil in terms of overall production this year, which is why I think he should be given the team MVP award. And ultimately, uh, my other two picks, if I did have to choose someone else, would be Nico Heischer or Jesper Bratt because Heischer is also having a career year on his end, so got to give him some love in that uh, sort of respect. So once again, Jack Hughes, team MVP in my books. Now, let's move on to the next award they selected, and this might be a controversial one, but best goalie award, they gave it to Jonathan Bernier. Now, this one, uh, look, I don't really agree with it right off the bat, but I can understand the overall selection because when looking at Jonathan Bernier, his overall record in 10 games played, he had a record of 4-4-1. Four and four and one. He had a goals against average of 3.06 and a save percentage of 902. So when you're looking from a statistical standpoint, yes, Jonathan Bernier performed the best out of all of our goalies, but at the same time, oh man, what am I thinking? Well, I'll, I'll tell you guys momentarily, but when looking at this overall award thing, I wouldn't take my bet to Vegas in terms of picking Jonathan Bernier as my best uh, goalie for the Devils organization. And speaking of bet, I think you guys need to head over to betonline.net. It is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and the start of the MLB season. And by the way, shout out to my buddy Neil from Devil State of Mind who also hosts a Brooklyn Nets podcast, RIP to the Brooklyn Nets. So BetOnline is your Q2 source for all your sport wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. By the way, what are the playoffs? I don't think the New Jersey Devils would know a thing or two about the playoffs. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Please remember to gamble responsibly and visit our friends at Locked On Bets for all your betting needs there as well. Okay, so I need some energy to get me throughout uh, the rest of this week because I am graduating from college on Sunday. So just putting that out there. So I'm definitely grinding through exams. So you know what I'm going to take to get me through this studying period? I'm going to give myself a built bar because built bars are the best tasting protein bars ever and they taste like a candy bar. Have you ever tried the puffs? If you haven't, you're missing out on one of built bars' best tasting protein bars. Puffs are the first ever protein infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, they're marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar, they're a treat and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Puffs are a fan favorite with some incredible yummy cinnamon churro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie. So good. These flavors are going to be your new favorite. All built bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. Yes, puffs included. 100% real chocolate, low calorie, high protein. Replace your candy bars with these. They are better. A typical candy bar could be anywhere from two to 300 calories. Go to built.com and look at the macros chart and you'll be blown away. Most built bars contain 130 calories, four grams of sugar, four net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. And like I said, compare that to a candy bar. And the difference is night and day. They have delicious flavors, including mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, and new this month, white chocolate cookies and cream. They are all delicious, and the new flavors are coming out all the time. If you think a flavor might be good, they'll make it, and it'll be delicious, and it'll be good for you. So at Built Bar, they're big about taste, and if they think something might taste good, they're going to make it into their new uh, flavor. I don't know how they do it, but somehow, some way, they're able to find a way. So the offer is go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Okay, so when talking about the overall jersey awards for the New Jersey Devils, if you want to call it, uh, allaboutthejersey.com said that for best goalie, they were going to give it to Jonathan Bernier. And look, I, I get the overall thought process because when looking at the goalie situation for New Jersey Devils, it hasn't really been all that good. The one thing I'd like to describe about the New Jersey Devils this year in terms of their overall 
goaltending situation is that they've been playing musical chairs. They've had so many goalies. We talked about Jonathan Bernier. We talked about Mackenzie Blackwood. We've ca- talked about Akira Schmid, uh, Nico Dawes, uh, the Hamburglar, so Andrew Hammond, and also maybe the emergency backup goalie, Kyle Shapiro. That's just a little joke and a preview for a future episode. Wink, wink. But going back to what I was saying, Jonathan Bernier is the only Devils goaltender to post a save percentage in all situations above 90% at 90.2%. That's what all about the jersey.com stated but I'm not going to look at stats for Jonathan Bernier. Yes, Jonathan Bernier, when comparing the statistical information, he is by far, I guess, our best goalie. But then again, he hasn't really appeared in that many games. He's And out of the 10 games he's appeared in, he started eight of them. And then obviously you don't want to look at Akira Schmidt's numbers, John Gilley's numbers, none of that. So you, you got to really like just sit down and ponder like who was the devil's best goalie. And I'm going to disagree with them once again. I'm not going to give it to Jonathan Bernier. I'm going to give it to Nico Dawes. Now, I get what you're saying. Yes, Nico Dawes' numbers are by far way worse than Jonathan Bernier. But the one thing that I think that Nico Dawes has going for him is his overall narrative and his story as to why he was with the New Jersey Devils organization in the first place. Because, let's face it, we released Comrie. We we released Wedgwood. We were kind of in a peculiar situation when it came to the goaltending situation. situation up here in New Jersey because we needed some goaltending and with Mackenzie Blackwood out with Jonathan Bernier out there was really no one to step up their overall game we tried with John Gillies that failed Uh, we tried with Akira Schmidt that failed but I feel as though out of all the goalies that we had to put in between the pipes to try to get some stops and try to generate some more wins I believe Nico Dawes was our best option because I've already said his stats in a recent episode, but I'll read them again. His overall stats, 10, 11, and 1. He had a goals against average of 3.11 and a save percentage of 8.93. I don't think it was a disappointing year for Nico Dawes because I remember reading an article for AllAboutTheJersey.com once again, and they said that Nico Dawes had a disappointing year, and that's why he was sent down to Utica. I personally don't think that's true. I just believe that uh, since uh, Mackenzie Blackwood is set to return to the New Jersey Devils, by the way, at the time of this recording, uh, it was released uh, earlier this afternoon that Mackenzie Blackwood will start in two of the three final games, according to Lindy Ruff. So Mackenzie Blackwood is finally making his long-anticipated return to the Devils' uh roster and remember he was supposed to get his start during the two-week road trip but uh digressing a little bit uh when going to Nico Dawes he was the person who really stepped up his game he was the person that was there for us in the end all be all so I believe that Nico Dawes deserves the award for best goalie just because he here's a young guy who has like little to no NHL experience he has to like take his game to another level he has to constantly get better yes Rebound control was always an issue. Positioning his body was always an issue. But he's 21 years of age. He was put into the fire right away. It's not good for his overall development. Um, Was he the best uh, goalie in the league? Was he the best goalie on our roster? No. But I feel as though when we needed him the most, he really came through for us. Not all the time, but I feel as though more times than not, Nico Dawes really did step up his game. So when giving uh, the best goalie award on the Devils roster, I'm going to give it to uh, Nico Dawes, but no disrespect to Jonathan Bernier. Once again, no disrespect to anyone from AllAboutTheJersey.com who voted for Jonathan Bernier, but I'm going to give it to Nico Dawes. Now, best defenseman, and this really should be a no-brainer because according to their voting system, Siegenthaler ran away with, wow, I just spoiled it already. I didn't even say the name. Siegenthaler ran away with seven votes. Two went to Damon Severson, the perennial defender who does pretty well overall. 
Uh, so uh, I, I just said it. I just spoiled it. But best uh, defenseman, Jonas Siegenthaler. And for the first time this episode, I do agree with all about the jersey.com. So uh, here's what they said about uh, Jonas Siegenthaler. He was obviously the more consistent defenseman out of all the Devils uh, blue liners. And I would have to agree with that. So he he had an opportunity with New Jersey to try to uh, get some decent playing time because originally we got him from the Washington Capitals. Then being a stacked team, he never really got a chance to utilize his overall skill and what he could potentially bring to a roster. And when he came to New Jersey, he capitalized on the opportunity. So uh, once again, according to allaboutthejersey.com, he ended up leading the Devils' blue line in ice time per 60 minutes and 5-on-5 with 17-33. Clearly a sign that he earned the coach's favor. And to add on to that, uh, when he was on the ice, the Devils were better off in the run play per natural stat trick. Siegenthaler's on ice, of course, he four percentage of 51.51% was second only to Dougie Hamilton by a bit. So one of the things I had told you guys during the course of the offseason, I especially hammered this point home. When a player has a Corsi 4 percentage of above 55%, that is often considered elite status. So according to blogger Kent Wilson, most players will have a Corsi 4 percentage ranging anywhere between 40 and 60. So the fact that Jonas Siegethaler was kind of hovering near that elite status of having a good Corsi 4 percentage uh, really shows how good of a defenseman he was for New Jersey Devils. And it really should go without saying, despite him not providing much offense, he never really hindered our overall offensive execution. In 70 games played, he had one goal, 13 assists for a grand total of 14 points. His plus minus was negative five. But ultimately, Siegenthaler was given an opportunity to try to perform well for the Devils organization. And I, I was dead wrong when we first acquired him. I thought it was a mistake that we had gotten his services. I didn't really expect much for him. I thought he was just going to be a filler type of player, which is just someone you put in your lineup just to fill out your roster card. But at the end of the day, he's been way more than that. I'll admit when I'm wrong. So I was wrong when we acquired him and he's been by far one of our more consistent defensemen. No, no, no. Check that. He's been our most consistent defenseman during the course of this year. I can always rely on Jonas Siegenthaler to hold down the fort on the defensive side of things for the Devils, and I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do next year. Obviously, another player that unfortunately had to be shut down early due to injuries, but at the end of the day, injuries are a part of the game, and there's nothing we can really do in that sort of aspect. So ultimately, Jonas Siegenthaler being voted our best defenseman, I really don't see any problem with that. And now, uh, going back to best offensive four, they gave it to Jack Hughes, and I would have to agree in that circumstance. However, I think I'm going to have to switch Jack Hughes and Jesper Brat in, in the overall voting process that all about the jersey.com did. So once again, I gave my MVP award to Jack Hughes, but for best offensive forward, I'm going to give it to Jesper Brat and his overall production. The fact that he was able to blossom right before our very eyes, the fact that he has made the Devils a much better team, a much more intriguing team, especially since it's now him, uh, Jack Hughes, and also Nico Heizer that are definitely going to be the centerpieces moving forward for the organization. So just to show some love to Jesper Brat, I'm actually going to flip the award uh for best offensive forward and mvp so once again my personal mvp is jack hughes but for best offensive forward i'll give it to jesper broad all about the jersey.com gave it to jack hughes for best offensive forward and for mvp they gave it to jesper broad i flipped it around just because i feel as though jack hughes has been our best player despite you know him only appearing in 49 games and yes we're brought leading the team in assists and points but at the end of the day i gave my overall reasons as to why i feel as though jack hughes deserves the mvp award 
now. Who wins the Frank J. Selke Award on the New Jersey Devils roster? Well, AllAboutTheJersey.com believed that Nico Heizer was the best defensive forward, and I would have to agree with them in that sort of aspect. Now, a couple other players that could have been up for the award were Nathan Bastian, Jimmy VC, and also Mikey McLeod. But one of the notes that All About the Jersey uh, hit on was that Nico Heizer was utilized a lot more for the New Jersey Devils roster. And when you look at his advanced analytics, yes, they were kind of uh, low amongst forwards. But at the same time, you got to look at his overall PT. And uh, the Devils were usually pushing the play forward more with Heizer, given his Corsi 4 percentage and other aspects. All of them finished above 50%. So they were much better than Bastion, VC, and especially McLeod. So uh, given the fact that Nico Heizer was utilized a lot, especially in 5-on-5 and off against good competition with varying linemen, uh, it, it should be no secret that Nico Heizer was by far our best uh, defensive uh, forward. So I would have to agree with all about the jersey.com and that sort of aspect. And given the fact what he was able to do on the offensive side of things, it's definitely a no-brainer that uh, that Nico Heizer definitely deserves some recognition for the defensive side of things. I personally believe maybe he can put his name into the running for the Frank J. Selke Awards sometime in the future. But ultimately, what Nico Heizer has been able to do this season should definitely not go unnoticed. He put up 21 goals, 38 assists, and for a grand total of 59 points so far. So not bad for our captain as we look to finish out the year. So once again, Frank J. Selke Award on the New Jersey Devils roster goes to Nico Heizer. Now, best rookie. Well, you know, I, I, I guess you have to give it to Dawson Mercer because according to AllAboutTheJersey.com, once again, the Devils had 10 skaters and two goalies listed as rookies per NHL.com this season. However, I think we all know the, the the story, which was most of these players were called up within these last few weeks just to finish out the season, get themselves some NHL reps before the season comes to an end and prepare them for training camp next year. And also, uh, do you give it to uh, Nico Dawes? I don't think so. I don't think he was the best rookie on the team. And I, I think that's a fair assumption to make. But Overall, uh, Dawson Mercer, he impressed early on in the season. He started to slow down as the season progressed. He kind of hit a wall. Sometimes you forgot he was out there. But it goes to my main point once again. When Jack Hughes returned, Mercer was able to have some solid contributions on the top line alongside with Hughes and Sharon Govich. So ultimately, best rookie, I'm giving it to Dawson Mercer. And I believe Dawson Mercer will definitely grow and develop. And I'm looking forward to maybe Alexander Holtz winning the award for best rookie for the New Jersey Devils. And maybe, just maybe, if he's able to remain uh, some sort of consistency and hopefully uh, no other good rookies join the Detroit Red Wings organization. But if if uh, Alexander Holtz is able to have some consistency next year, then maybe he can win the Calder Memorial Trophy uh, for best rookie in the NHL. So just something to... Uh, just something to plant into your head. So ultimately, uh, we went over the major awards. I went over the list that uh, all about the jersey.com released in terms of their overall Devils awards, and I gave you guys my two cent opinions. So once again, let's uh, have a little bit of a recap for Team MVP. I'm giving it to Jack Hughes for best goalie. I gave it to Nico Dawes, best defenseman, Jonas Siegenthaler, best offensive forward. I gave it to Jesper Brat, 
and best defensive forward, I gave it to Nico Heizer. And then finally for best rookie, Dawson Mercer. So let me know what you guys think about uh, my overall assessment on the major awards for the New Jersey Devils organization. Do you agree? Do you disagree? Do you agree more with allaboutthejersey.com or do you agree with more my stance as to who deserves the awards more for a Devils organization? I'm curious to hear your guys' thoughts. So leave a comment down below if you're watching on YouTube and if you're listening on a podcast streaming service, hit me up on my personal Twitter page at TreyMatt4 or the show's Twitter page at LockedOnDevils. Curious to hear your guys' thoughts. As for today's episode, that's all the time I have for you guys. Thanks for listening. Continue to stay safe. Have a wonderful day, New Jersey. Go Devils, and I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening.